Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Progressive Mindset, the podcast that covers pretty much everything, mate, right? <laughs> what are we feeling on the day? <laughs> a little bit of business, a little bit of health, anything that goes and you know keeps your mind progressive, I guess. I guess it's that finding the, the true entre- entrepreneur in people, right, is, is what makes you tick, what makes other people tick, talking about fear, like you said, health. Maybe a bit of gut health in there. I like a bit of that. You like into a bit of gut health. It's too <laughs> um, complex for me. Strategy. I mean, uh, for those that don't know, and you'll see in the description, we've, we've managed to do 12, 13 years working together. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. How do you how do you create a good partnership? Would uh, It's definitely going to be a future episode, I would have said. Um, and so we, we can jump straight into it, and um, the description will have some credentials in there as to why you should listen to anything we say the credentials would arguably still mean you don't want to listen to anything <laughs> we, we say. Um, but hopefully it brings some value. It's a, a direct uh, view into, I guess, business, our, our business journey together individually, what For makes sure. us tick, and hopefully a lot of people will resonate with it. And maybe there's something we've done that someone can learn from, or maybe someone listening can share something that we could learn from, because uh, I've got yep. plenty of learning to do. Please do. <laughs> um, fantastic. So let's get into episode one and what episode uh, one is going to be about. So we thought that a perfect place to start was fear, fear, pain, and how... S- suffering. <laughs> and how, be- how entrepreneurs um, use fear and pain in a positive light, or can use it in a positive light, to drive business growth, um, both from start-up, through through the business journey, I think. And personal growth as well, right? There is elements we're going to talk about that I know we've spoken about this before that I have the same fear drivers in my personal life as I do in a business capacity. And uh, I'm quite simple when it comes to that type of thing. But um, you really intrigued me with something you said the other day. Um, uh, and, and I think we should start with it. And that is about creating a uncomfortable or fearful scenario and forcefully causing it to get the best out of yourself. And I, I think a great place to start would be somewhat around that concept. No, I, I agree. And I'd, I'd actually like to roll back a little bit and where, I guess, this this concept of investigating fear and how people use it um, kind of comes from the many, many businesses that will grow for maybe a year, two years, but actually so few businesses make it to the five-year mark. And... Is it, and I think a driver for many is, I've just made this leap, I've started this business, it is now going to be my source of income. You know, I've just I have to make it work. Yeah, I've, I've left the securities behind. It, this now needs to carry me. Yep. And is it then once it becomes comfortable, you start, you've generated yourself an income around year one, year two, and actually your lifestyle is now sustained and you feel a little bit safe. Is that what causes businesses that to then off. fall off? Um, and maybe not make it. And, it. and it's interesting, right? Because go back 13 years, we were sat in your second bedroom. I, I think you obviously took a big punt. Um, I, I certainly took a, a, a leap of faith. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there was no choice but to make it work. How did we keep that fear? So, you know, business gets to two, three years and... and They've maybe got a couple of people or maybe they've got some staff that are taking off a bit of load, a VA or whatever it is. They start to get comfortable, they take a salary. I'm going to leave Friday, three o'clock now um, because that's what I wanted to become a business owner (laughs) for. And you start taking your foot off the gas. Talking about fear in particular, two, three, four years in, 
we were generating some, some okay money, we probably could have taken our foot off the gas. What was the bit at that time that kept your foot down? Uh, so I, I think we were, we were both really quite young when, when, you know, when the business was in its infancy. And when we got to that point, um, uh, for me, it was about going and buying house number one, getting that first house. And uh, I guess, again, creating financial uncertainty for myself is what grave almost that driving force the same thing when you leave the job behind is you've created that that again and i think when we were discussing um sort of off mic that is is it really fear if actually your business is doing okay you can probably dip in and go and grab some more money i think it's probably creating the uncomfortable and i think we change from using fear as actually it becomes you know, just uncomfortable to sit in this place that you don't you don't want to sit in it for too long and it drives you further further forward um absolutely and i think that's what everyone needs to identify what their fear is i i there is i don't believe there's a person out there that doesn't have a fear of some kind there is a, a fear of failure maybe maybe it's a long-term fear and you don't want to look bad. You don't want people to think the business failed. And, you know, we know the stats around business failures compared to business successes are overwhelmingly mm. towards the failure metric. Everyone must have that fear. But if you don't find it, we've had long conversations about this, hence it being the first it's, episode. But if you don't find it, you can't harness it. I, I think you've, you've got to find the fear that works for you as well. And, and maybe a little bit later on, I want to talk about long-term fear, short-term fear. Because sure. I, I think they have different... <laughs> you go and pick a fear that actually plays too much ha much havoc with your mental health. And so suddenly what we're talking about here is a very different out outcome. Um, I, I just wanted to talk, uh, again, just to finish up in terms of keeping that going. So we talked about, okay, it was it was first house that, that caused that uncomfortable nature. I've, I've actually managed to replicate that. Again, we, we upsized the... the Number of years later, it was three years later. We upsized again to just keep in that in that uncomfortable nature. And again, a bit more than what you probably should have bit off at that time. Or? Yeah, absolutely. It's about okay. it's a for me. It's about biting off more more than you can sustain. So it has to be achievable, but but just on that line. Yeah, for me, it's if for me, it's about going. Whoa, are we going to be able to cover the cover the mortgage this, this but month? Not impossible. Uh, not impossible, <laughs> but just just to leave you in that. Well, it might happen. It might not happen. Um, to make it uncomfortable, it's got to be uncomfortable. For me, that works. Is It's uncomfortable. And uh, I believe that that's something that I'll continue to to repeat because it works for me. Um, and I think you can fake it as well. I have, uh, I've spoken to my partner about, hey, when, you know, later down the line in certain scenarios, how would you feel about actually downsizing to a smaller house you know, we'll rent this one out or something so we can always come back. But until we hit further milestones, you can't come back into this comfortable lifestyle that you've been accustomed to. That, by the way, was shot down immediately and <laughs> won't be happening, but constantly trying to generate ideas. So let's focus on, on, on your fears. Let's focus in on what you've used as drivers. Yeah, so this, this gets a bit deep for me because you, you have... Um, your, your fears are here and now. You get to do the here and now. Mm. My fears, unfortunately, I can't help but look. And I think this is where we come to good dynamic partnerships, etc. This is possibly one of the reasons that we don't miss things or hopefully, touch wood, we don't miss things. Um, my fear is really that quite far out. 
Um, and my fear is the fear of not achieving my potential, I guess, is the easiest way. And the negative of that for me is, well, what does that mean? You know, there's an undefined, you're, you've got a defined, you've gone and got a house or whatever, you can't afford it, but you know what number you've got to hit. Yep. I'm not, I, I can't quite yet quantify what potential is in, in, for me, so uh, I need to have a look at that. But I, I want to make sure I've always fulfilled the possibilities that I think I'm capable of. Mm-hmm. And so what I do is I use those as tools when I get up and I think, oh, I'm not on it today. Even today, I came in this morning, I was a little bit ropey. And I think to myself, if you don't outwork everyone else, you're not going to reach your potential. And so I, I use the long-term fear personally. Okay. If, if that's healthy, unhealthy, there's a debate there, I guess, in certain circumstances. But um, it's super interesting to see the, the, the difference between the here and now and the long-term. Yeah, I, I, so I, I, I buy in... I, I definitely buy into the creating something that is possibly maybe three, five years. You drive through uncomfortable, you come out the other side of comfortable, and then you go again. It gives you that opportunity. It's like a like a mission in business is let's work towards something. Once we achieve it, then um, then we'll come up with something else. I guess in terms of using long-term fear, so we, we got into a really deep and meaningful the other day talking about this, and is it... What's the long-term impact of, hey, if you're working towards this thing for maybe 20, 30 years, yep. what happens if you miss it? Like, well, you the don't goal, get a the goal is around. you don't miss it. Uh, <laughs> um, no, it's, and it, it's an interesting point and something I, um, I can find. I think going back to who this is for, this is for entrepreneurs, right? I think mm. entrepreneurs typically have a very active mind. I, I do, I know you do, you have an idea will come to you at nine o'clock at night, an idea will come to you seven o'clock in the morning or different scenarios. You don't fully ever switch off. As much as everyone pretends you can go and have a holiday, I don't believe anyone can fully switch off. There's certain scenarios and um, I'd love to talk about finding your it um, and we'll come to that. But for, for me, I'm an overthinker. So I'm constantly thinking about that. And if I have the here and now and I keep hitting it, slowly I'll become not demoralized, but it won't feel like a far reaching um, goal. I think, I think it's borderline unhealthy if it's too far out, which mine currently is. Okay. But if I can translate that into the here and now, we, you, you don't know what you're coming in as a leader, as a boss owner, whatever you want to call it. You don't know what you're coming into that day. You could have the worst, day imaginable but the next day you've got to be on your a game because someone needs you you, someone (laughs) needs you um people are relying on you and you've got to be the best version of yourself as much as you can to a certain degree and everyone has off days so i'm currently tackling that personally you know that how do i quantify that that long-term fear but part of me doesn't want to part of me doesn't want to because it's seen me okay to this point so you're so, so your driving force towards that fear is you just got to do your best at all times. Yep. To, to reach undefined... Measurables, yep. Measurables. Okay. Which in the business world 
it's got to have a number. <laughs> it's got to have a number or it's got to have a, uh, a measurable. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't at the moment. But it's also scary to break something that's, uh, to change something that's not broken. Yeah, if if it works for you, we've had lots of conversations about hey, if it's if it's if it's working for you, <laughs> you know, do 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 you really want to change it? Okay, so so we can give uh, our listeners some some sort of takeaway. Um, and this is something we haven't talked about off mic, so let's hope we've got some answers. Oh, no. is how how does maybe we look at how we arrived into our very different places of of using fear, uncomfortableness, whatever we want to call it? How does one decide? Or have a good stab at what works for them. What? How? How do we? You know, we've talked about using it. Um, how, how do we get there? Um, so that's super interesting because I think everyone finds it at a different time. If you're not a natural entrepreneur, sometimes you have to force these things, um, mm-hmm. and you're you're a big bookworm, uh, so you can find some inspiration, etc. I'm not. I'm not able to to absorb the information from books quite like you. So um, mine has come through an evolution um, and it's come through a, I remember it quite vividly. We lost a customer seven and eight years ago, maybe six years ago. And I asked myself what, I had to ask myself, but in that moment, that's the key bit. It has to be in that moment. You can't replicate the thinking if you're not in a sad or a deep moment or whatever it is. In that moment, I thought to myself, why am I doing this? Why am I going to give it my best tomorrow? And then because I was in a low moment, I turned that into a massive negative in my brain. (laughs) And I managed to find the thing that I really feared and wanted to ensure never happened. And so the, the key thing for me and I remember it vividly and, you know, off, off mic, we, uh, I'm sure you even know um, the scenario, but I went home, I was demoralised. Oh, I, I, I wanted to please everyone. That's my personality. I, I want yep. everyone to to love and like what what it is we do. And they didn't. And that really, that really weighed on me. And I thought to myself, tomorrow, people rely on you. You've got to get up. Do the same again with the same intensity, same excitement, same happy, smiley Jason that hopefully I've become known for. Why do I need to do that? And because I was in a a low moment, I managed to see the fear. And then I started reusing and reusing. And, re- and then it naturally evolved. And I, you know, I, at first I thought, I just don't want to fail. I really yep. don't want to fail, which I think is a Who common does? misconception, right? Everyone doesn't want to fail. That's not enough. Not wanting to fail is not really specific enough for me to fire that, to light that fire in my stomach. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the key for me was being in that moment so okay. that I could look at it from a, we're going to go, we're going to go into this. I'm sure in another episode, you have your ego states as a person. If anyone knows about this, they'll know what I'm saying. You have your adult ego state, your parent ego state and your child. When you're fearful, and when you're super excited, you drop into your child ego state. That's the little child in you. It's only I'm, when I'm pretty I'm sure you're in that state constantly, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe so. Um, when I'm in that child ego state, or when I was at, at that particular moment, I could see fear very clearly. Yep. And now I've got healthy, I think, in the day-to-day relationship with it because I've recognised it and I can dip in and out of it. The, and the... The key word there is willingly. 
using your fear. Uh, yeah, I, I don't don't think anyone's uh, advocating a perpetual state of uh, <laughs> perpetual state of fear. Um, so, what about yours? So, how did you find it? Have you always had it? I've got so many questions. So, so, I, this so I think the fear. I, I just took that fear of, hey, this is what drove me in the in the first instance of running this business is leaving it all behind, going out on your own there, and having to make it. So I just replicated it. There wasn't an awful lot of thinking behind my fear is I just went, this is what I experienced here and it worked. Let's let's replicate that. And it was largely for me around, you know, it was a financial, the fear of failing when you first start a business is, um, am I going to have somewhere to live and all of those kind of things. That's what drives that, drives that fear. So I've, I've I always thought to, the fear was me not being here, by the way. <laughs> that, <laughs> that as well. Um, so I've attempted to replicate that. And, and I guess what it also does is every time you're in that comfortable state now of your bills come out on the second of the month. Every time those bills come out, you, I guess there's a little endorphin rush of I've made, I've done it. I've done it this month. And then you're on to the next. So it's, it's definitely not a, a perpetual state of state of fear. It happens around certain times of the month, but it's enough to continue to drive out of, out of that uncomfortable and do, space, do you have a long time one as well, or do you just you're you're very much in the here and now, uh, now next month, next month? Because you think you're a salesman if you're working on monthly cycles like that. And no, oh, I've got no, to hit the get, end get, of month target. Got to hit the end of month target. No, we get we get. I mean, we're getting deep there, but um, because my, I guess my long term fear has always not been, um, not making not making your parents proud. I think that's and I think that's a common one. Yep. For me, it's not enough to go out and drive my you know it's not a, it's not a driving force for me yeah. i think it's a perpetual fear that a lot of people have but for me that kind of long-term fear doesn't create what i need to to create growth within a business you and know, that's and not go, because go it's not things. valid right but you've got to work out which one actually lights a fire up you yeah you, you need something that make it doesn't mean it's not valid doesn't mean it isn't a fear you just got to find the one it doesn't mean it's less important to you each of our brains work differently and your short-term fear, I see it, means you work silly hours. My long-term yeah. fear means I do do that. So it's, I, I would love, and I, not to jump too far in, but how did you work, work out that the short-term fear was the one that drove you and not the long-term? Getting quite uh, complicated uh, there. But. Yeah, no, I, and, and I haven't necessarily thought too much about this. I, I just saw something that had worked and I rinsed and repeated. Okay. Uh, I think my long-term fears shape me as an individual. Okay. Um, and we don't have enough time on this episode, but I was really hoping we were going to get into historic pain. And so many entrepreneurs use being bullied or something that happened in their childhood to, to, to drive them as a person. Very easy to take fear, to take something that's happened in your past and and continuously you view it as a negativity and this so this this could literally go anywhere in terms of are we conditioning our young people as a society to i guess fear fear is rather than to lean into lean into fear and on that i you know we, we probably don't we could start a four-hour episode on this um but fear sadness there's many words that go on to that list have connotations of they're bad yeah they're bad in unhealthy doses is sometimes i love 
um, my partner calls it a sad day. I'll have a sad day. I'll just feel a little bit low. I'll have a day. I'll just do very little because it makes me appreciate the great days. And that's fair. as long as I don't think, oh, why are you fit? As long as I don't make the most of it, it's, it's in proportion, right? And, and so I think the, the purpose of talking about this is I, I know we get to speak with loads of leaders, bosses, business owners, whatever you want to frame it as. Everyone has a fear deep down and has either A, not realised they're leaning into it or B, has recognised it or, and leaned into it. Yeah, or, and, and I think that successful people do have a tendency to lean into it. And so for me, the purpose of this episode was, hey, if you're thinking about jumping into entrepreneurship... Don't do and, it. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're about to make the leap. Uh, hopefully some of the things we've talked about give you the ability to lean into that early fear. And Don't be scared by it. Use it. It's use it. Tool. Make it work. And and it maybe you're maybe you're in your journey. Maybe you've hit that dead spot. That you've hit a ceiling. Hey, let, look back. Reel it back. Look deep within yourself. Maybe if you if you're like Jason, or or refer to something that's happened previously. What what was your fear in times of good growth? Yep. Uh, and use those to to drive your business forward into into the next step. So you've got to know it or identify it. Before you can then use you've it. The, you've then got to work out if you want to harness it, because you might be at your goals and you might be happy. If you're not, if you still got, you still want to keep going because you're that entrepreneur and you've got to keep getting better and better, then you start using it. And then you just keep leaning into it. Keep leaning into it. Uh, and I, I guess know. adapt, maybe a little bit I, as well. For sure. I, I think fears can change. I don't think, it's not happened for me. I, scared, I was scared of you for a couple of years. So <laughs> that, that's, uh, there you go. that's got better. Um, so yeah, maybe that adapts over time. Maybe we'll revisit in a couple of years, see if... Uh... Oh, it's about being progressive, right? That so we fear do, so we is know. progressive. Yeah, um, it can change. Be, but be mindful of it. I think that's, that's the purpose of it is take it, use it. But don't fear fear. Don't fear fear. It can be a good thing. And on that note... That, you've that's, you've that's, had that's enough a, of me already on, on episode one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop Jason talking at this point. And... Uh, We'll, we'll see you on the next episode. We will. And uh, we'll decide off mic what we'll do on the next one because we have a long list of things and I think every single one resonates with entrepreneurs around the world. Absolutely. We'll get through. So we'll we've get... got to pick the most important. This is, this is therapy. This is therapy. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah, absolutely. See you on, see the, next you on the next one. one.